Danny from Redeem LA, and we have Diane today, we have Rebecca, and we have Melanie here, and uh, we have our special guest, uh, Pastor Alvaro Ponce. Uh, he's from uh, Evanescer Inland Empire, and, you know, he's here to help us out with some knowledge, to see what he thinks, to, you know, relate how, you know, the Bible relates to us today. Um, if you can say hi, Alvaro, that'd be great. Hi, how are you? Uh, guys, it's a privilege to be here with you guys. Hope to be on this. Okay, perfect. And so th today's topic, uh, we're going to talk about uh, priorities, setting your priorities. Um, you know, it's something so important because it's something that we all manage. And for example, <clears throat> the, the older you get, you know, you start managing your toy time mm -hmm. and then your chore time, right? Yeah. And then, you know, your mom gives you the cinchazos, the original cinchazos, <laughs> right? Yeah. And she helps you that. But as you as you turn 18 and you're turning 17, there's a lot of things that hit your plate that you might not even see hitting your plate, right? So for example, you start hitting, for example, church. You start hitting um, like something that you like doing, just for example, playing an instrument, helping out in media. And then you start help, You start seeing that school is also demanding of your time. And then your family is demanding your time. And then you turn 18 and you're like, yo, I can't eat for free anymore. <laughs> right? And then we have work. Yeah. And then people go, okay, Danny, I can't go to work. I can't go to church on Friday. I can't prioritize God and church on the same day because I have to do this. So that's the number one, you know, that's the number, let's just say, you know, the three top four questions, right? How do I, how do I lead everything back to God? Mm -hmm. And, 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 and that's, I think that's a question that I've had. And, and I think everybody in this room has, and if I can give my two cents, we can start this. I think, I think the number one thing that we should understand is that everything that we have is because of God. Um, the Bible says, uh, follow me and my, and my kingdom and everything shall be given to you by default. That word default, uh, I like to use default because there's other words that says um, by, by, uh, what is, by default. I like, I like the word default, I'm going to tell you guys why. Because it almost, it almost gives you like uh, the price of what you do. So for example, they're telling you, if you eat healthy, you're going to get skinnier. Right, maybe I should do some of that, you know. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but my, my my thing is like, you see, like it gives you your return, it gives you your price, and and that's what happens. And I understood this very, um, very late in my life. I had to understand that in order to reach, you know, financial independence, in order to reach happiness, in order to reach, uh, you know, somebody that that I found love and and you know somebody that 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 I find you know whole and together, I needed to find Jesus first. And then when, you know, my girlfriend came along, and then when my job came along, and then when works come, comes along, none of those things eclipses Jesus, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, so I wanted to say, I wanted to say that. Just, I wanted to say, if you follow Jesus' kingdom, God's kingdom, everything else you want in your heart will come under it. It will come by default, as if it was part of that. But I think, like, um, some kids like they don't see it that way they don't see like they don't take god into consideration when they're doing things right they have church because their parents forced them to go like that was the case with me when i was younger i was like oh i'm going because my mom is going but sometimes in you because you're like tied to the altar how they say like you still want to go to church but like for different reasons at the same time but 
I remember, like, I've told you guys this a bunch of times that when I was 16, I was like, I'm about to be a senior in high school, and I'm going to apply to college because I made the grades for it, so no one could say, like, I can't leave my house. No one could say this. But, like, no, I have my priorities, like, shifted. Right. I was planning to leave, like, the my church. I was like, I had the wrong, like, idea of, like, placing my priorities. I was placing my school above God. Mm-hmm. But as you can see, like, there was schools that were, like, denying me. Like, I was like, but I got the grades for it. I have the extracurriculars for it. But, like, no, that wasn't in God's plan. I still went to a university. God, for sure, he answered that prayer for me that I wanted to go straight into university. But it was like, no, you're going to go to one that's close to home, so you can't leave church, you can't leave your house, so you could prioritize me first and then school because I'm the one who who sets it for you, not yourself. Right. And, yeah. and, and that's so crazy. You know, um, I actually, I, I met a girl, like, not this not this year. I met this, like, maybe she was turning, like, 17 when I met her. And she hated church. Mm-hmm. She literally said, I hate I hate, uh, I hate the youth. And the youth, I was, like, I was like, look, be patient. I promise everything will change. And she was like, no, I can't wait to get out of here. And she got accepted. Um, if she's hearing this, this probably gives her out. She got accepted uh, to a really, really far, far school. Like, dude, super far. Mm-hmm. And then, out of nowhere, she hits, she hits 17 and a half. And she finds Jesus. And then she starts liking church. And then 18 comes by. And then, you know, yeah. universities are not, no joke. Mm-mm. Hey, it's time to come to school. Yeah. Dude, and she said she hated those moments because she was so far. She couldn't come on Fridays. She could only come on Sunday mornings because at night she had to leave early. And now her mom and dad couldn't come at night. And it was just this huge mess. And mm-hmm. then I looked at her and I was like, you should have just listened to me, huh? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I know, I know, man. I'm sorry. I was like, look, you have to give it time. You know what I mean? But I like what you said, you know. Yeah. If you are so concerned about what the world, what the school has to give you, yeah. what everything, then you don't, you know what, you know what it is? For example, I see it in the story of Joseph. And I'm sorry, yeah. if anybody wants to speak, please interrupt me. But for example, when Joseph told those two guys in the jail mm-hmm. what their dream was, remember? Yeah. And then he tells them, don't forget to tell Pharaoh about me. So he put his trust on those two people. So you know yeah. what God did? Oh, you want to put the, your trust on them? Okay, then let's let's see when they remember you. Yeah. And it happened that two years later, they remember they're, they're remember remembered of him. So what 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 is that? What Danny? What are you trying to say with this? If you put your trust in this world, God, you you God goes okay, sounds good. Let's see when they when they look at you. Let's see when they put you in their place. So that's how we actually go with God. God, if it's God willing, then I'll go there. And then you see, then God will act as as a, according. Um, I feel like going back to the school activities, we, like, there's, like, the school dances or, like, sports and all that, and we tend to push God and church away to attend those because we feel like it's, like, a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, Mm -hmm. and then you, like, wait 10 years later, and it's like, why did I go to, like, prom when I could have just been at this youth service that everyone, like, was posting and having fun about, and it's like, you, or I'm going to say we because it happened to me a lot, we tend to forget that. God literally gave us everything. So wouldn't it like make sense to devote and prioritize God first when he literally gave you everything and more? That's but, true. Yeah. 
like it, while I was studying like for this podcast, like um, there's something that kept coming up, which was like in order to have your priorities straight, you have to have a consistent like prayer life with God. Because how are we going to say we have a relationship with someone if you don't talk to them? Like, that's a common factor. Like, of course, you struggle to pray. Like, I, I am the number one person to put myself there. I struggle to pray, but, like, you have to remember, if you have a relationship with someone, you want to consistently talk to them. And that's what we need to do with God. And, like, that's how you prioritize. Like, of course, God knows that you have to work, you have to go to school, um, and church most of all. So... If you keep praying, God would set, like, your life, like, he, like, fixes it. Like, he fixes it like a puzzle. He's like, okay, I'm placing this piece here, that piece there, so you guys could have time for me. Like, at least for the most important services, like, which is Friday and Sunday, mm -hmm. like, those are the staple permanent services you should be <laughs> attending, you know? Like, youth services, yeah, of course, like, that's fun. You're, it's an extra time, but, like, you're not it's forced extra. to, but at least make it to your, like, like your actual services, you know? Right. Pastor, I ever want to say something. Yeah, I, I, guys, I'm hearing what you're saying. And it's, it is so important that we, um, that we understand, um, the, like the, the real meaning of the priorities that we are talking about. Like what you're saying, it just, uh, opens up my, my mind to a lot of verses in the Bible. Like, for example, in, um, James 4 13 says, some of you say today or tomorrow we will go and to some city and we will stay there a year, do some business and make money. And then he says, listen, think about this. You don't know what will happen tomorrow. Your life, your life is like a fog. You can see that you can see it for a short time, but then it goes away. Like saying, okay, you can plan whatever, plan whatever you want, but at the end, God is going to decide what is, what's going to happen to you. Like you guys were saying, right? That some of you just, plan here and plan there like all of us did at some point in our lives but i think the priority is um in my in my consideration of course um just to give you a heart to god and to ever for everything you plan because i think it is important to plan it is important to be diligent um it's important to to do you be gonna go to school do finish do your best you're gonna work work uh, but if you if god has your heart then everything that you do is gonna Pass through a filter, you know, of his principles, of his will, and when, when work, when school, it's um, going, it's taking you, making you stray from God. Then that's where your priorities are going to come out. The, the Bible says, like, "Wherever is your heart, there's your treasure." So I, I, I just, you just opened my mind to to this, this thought. You know, it's maybe the priorities that we're talking about is not to put okay first this first I'm going to go to church first I'm going to work no no. Maybe first we have to give our heart, heart to God, so everything that we plan, everything that we put effort into, it's is gonna pass this filter, you know, of His will of um, trying to pleasing Him. Right, right, yeah. Actually, what he said was beautiful. It makes sense, right? It does. In order sense. for you to put Jesus and God in front of everybody, He needs to have your heart, mm -hmm. right? And then. Um, you know, your the everything else that you do is just has to go. I like what he said is the filter, right? Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever filtered water? Mm -hmm. It goes through this filter and it takes out. You guys never seen how water is filtered? <laughs> you said no, that's why. Um, so it goes through this little thing that kind of takes all the impurities out, right? Mm -hmm. And honestly, it, it hits it, 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 it and, and it hits it right on right on the on the what's it called on the nose, 
And and I was reading another verse right now where where, where Job in forty two five it says in the past I have heard about you, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. And that's what and that's I wanted to connect that with what what, what Pastor said because. Uh, like you said in the beginning, a lot of kids come to church because their family or their mom or their dad is like, oh, mijito, you, have, you need to have Jesus. You know, mm -hmm. Jesus, mijito. You know, and what I'm trying to, and then just like this is what Job heard, Job heard about God, mm -hmm. but he didn't see him mm -hmm. until this moment. And that's what I'm trying, and that's what I always tell all of you guys, right? Look, it's all fun in games until you meet Jesus. I when know. you meet Jesus, yeah. your life changes. It's sure. all fun in games until you meet Jesus. When you meet Jesus, you can't sin anymore. When you meet Jesus, your family becomes unimportant. You, when you meet Jesus, your family, your, 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 I mean, not that school is unimportant. It is important, but it just becomes second yeah. to, to everything, right? Yes, yes, Rebecca. So I have an ex my, my experience was that, you know, I used to go to church for the wrong reasons, you know. Like, I would go to serve, but I didn't serve with, like, a pure heart, I guess, you know. And, like, I would just do it because I was, I guess, forced to do it. But then, you know, moving to California really changed my perspective to everything, you know. Like, now I come to church for the right reasons because I know I need Jesus. And once you, I get, like what Danny said, like, once you're in God, I guess uh, it's hard for you to sin. You, like, watch the steps you're doing, you know, and then you put your family second or, like, third, you know, or last because you're, like, you'd rather be in God's house than, you know, going out and partying or, you know, like, just hanging out like no i'd rather be at church than going with my family and i've and i've told my parents like you know i if you guys go out and i have to be at church well i'll find a way to get a church because i'm not going with you you know so yeah and they understand that i'd rather be in church and they've accepted that you know um that i like to serve god and now i'm doing it with a pure heart and i do it because i know i want to like enter his king his kingdom i want to be his bride so right. yeah yeah, so um, essentially, like we were saying that we're talking about value, right? At this point, it's what we value. And in all reality, we value God, right? Um, but on top of that, we also need to remember the way God values us. We are very valuable to God. And sometimes we get so, like, tricked by the world and we're like, we're nothing to the world. And we keep trying to satisfy the world rather than try to satisfy God sometimes. And sometimes we end up going to the world because we're like, yeah, look, I'm here. I'm here. Now, where are my points, right? Like, mm -hmm. trying to add social points, right? But mm -hmm. in all reality, why are, we, why are we trying to add spiritual points? Why are we trying to get close to God, you know? So in all reality, we need to keep remembering that the value that truly is and the, the truth really is in God. I, I wanted to go back a little bit to when Pastor was talking about how basically following God will lead you the correct way. And I feel like for, like, well, I can talk on this firsthand just because it mm -hmm. happened with me. God's not going to send you away or, or give you a job where you can't come to church. For me, like, when I, mm -hmm. when I was working, I literally got a job where I was able to come Fridays, Saturdays if I wanted to, and Sundays. I was able to come to every service. And if you... I like actually prayed about it with my dad and I was like, if I don't get this job, it's because I'm going to miss church and God doesn't want that for me. And he gave me the job. I worked only weekdays and it was fine. But if you get a job and you think that God gave it to you, but you're missing Friday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, I feel like you just have to like go back and like ask yourself, is this really what God wants? God, like you can't have a spiritual life without going to church. And I feel like a lot of us tend to mix that up. Like, oh, if I can pray at my house, I don't need to go to church when it's not like that at all. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so hard. I feel like a lot of us dealt with it during, like, the pandemic when we couldn't come to church. 
it was so hard to get into the presence from your own home when yeah. you could stay in your pajamas, eat during the it service. It was too comfortable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like we just have to like backtrack and be like, wait, if I don't come here, if you don't go to school, how are you going to learn? So if you don't go to church, how are you going to learn the word of God? I was thinking exactly. that. And, and, look, and, look, and look what Luke twelve thirty three says. It says, sell the things you have and give the money to those who need it. This is the only way you can keep your riches without from... Sorry, your riches from being lost. You will be storing treasure in heaven that lasts forever. Thieves can't steal that treasure, and moths can't destroy it. So, when, you know, just just to kind of like, kind of like, um, you know, kind of like to bring it all back together, right? And said, and what I wanna I wanna bring it all back together to the point is that all it is, all the point is, is to first give to God. We have to store our treasure to God first. We have to see what type of treasure we have in heaven. Right, because if we don't do that, then you know, you know, I was thinking last time I was, I was, um, I was teaching the kids, and I was saying, I was thinking, I was like, can you imagine all what God wanted to do is put us in this life, put us in this world to just live, and have pleasure, make money, have a family, you know, women have kids, men go to work every single day, what girls, if the women want to go work, they can go work, and then die. It's so empty. Like, there's, there's no high calling. Can you imagine doing that? You know what it is? It's like almost like, like video games. That's all they they're there to do. They're just to please. They're just to. So I don't believe that I have that calling, and I don't believe that any of us has this calling. I believe there's such a higher calling that we can go. And there's a there's a there's a promise to me and to you guys that that says, hey, if you follow my rules, if you follow this, if you become my bride, I will give you life forever. And and that's why it's so difficult to. To prioritize these things, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why when people, you, you know, I had I had this kid that told me, "Hey, Danny, but you know what? Um, what about my well, what, what about my family? Like, are, do, do they not become? Are they not important anymore?" Mm -hmm. And I was just like, "No, no, they are important, but just where are they important? Mm -hmm. You know, like you have Monday through Friday all the way until seven p.m. to hang out with your family, mm -hmm. but guess what? They want to throw a birthday party." On Sunday at twelve, I know. And I and 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 I always tell him, and I tell him, I was like, you guys don't find that different. Like, you guys don't find that. You guys don't find that weird. Yeah. Oh, let's throw a party Friday at seven p.m. <laughs> and then you're just like, you're just like, oh my god, like literally. And then everybody goes, oh, I gotta go because it's my family time. And I'm like, perfect. You do what you want, do as you wish. But if you didn't have God, you wouldn't have a family. Yeah. Go go ahead, Alvaro. Pastor. Yeah, I just I just wanted to like well, it's, it's very important to understand this very clearly. So like for example, I I want to. It's not that I don't agree with you guys. Just to just to uh, put a, a balance to it because I I've noticed also that um, people with excuse of having God as a priority neglect their family, neglect their job. Like for example, like I remember twenty years ago what. Uh, People will say, "Oh, Jesus is coming, so let me just relax. I'm not gonna go go to work." And then they had family to feed, you know. And so, so it, it works both ways. Either you, you're not gonna you're not gonna do go go to work, go to school, and like you like you're saying right now, go to a party and neglect God for whatever He's asking from you. But also, we cannot uh, saying that God is our priority, and that's why we are neglecting our family, which has a place in our in our lives, our our job, our 
studies or whatever we're doing. You know, I remember in the Bible it says that the the people of Israel were doing something like this, and they will call it. Um, I don't know how to say it in English exactly, but in Spanish it's korban. You can just uh, look for it, uh, and and they will say, "Oh, I gave all my money to God, so I cannot help my family." But they do it. They will do it as an excuse, like you know. Oh, I I offered my I I gave offering in, in the synagogue in the church, and I cannot help my mom and my dad that are older. And God would would they call he called them out and he told them he told them you just put an excuse saying that God is your what's your priority, but so you can neglect the responsibility that you have with your parents. Wow, that's so that's so that's so crazy. Melanie, have something to say? Yeah, um, tying in with that, I feel like we also use work as an excuse to oh my parents don't have enough money to do this and this and i like i understand it like yes try to help your parents but your parents are there to give like they are there to maintain you not for you to maintain your parents so i mean if you want to work go for it but don't choose it on the church days because at the end of it you're not even supposed to be working you're supposed to be a kid living their life hopefully in church with the youth and everything but don't use it as an excuse as oh I need to help maintain with my parents because it's not it's not a good excuse to use. And just just for clarification, I think I think what what what, what Pastor was saying was saying that you know we, there has to be a balance for everything, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just say, for example, you have four kids, a wife, and oh I can't go to work on Friday because I have church. No 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 no, your priorities there have changed. That's yeah. what the Bible in Ecclesiastes says three one. It says there's the right time for everything. Mm -hmm. And everything on earth will happen at the right time. So therefore, the people that I'm speaking about right now to prior prioritize God first is people that are young and people that don't have family. <laughs> yeah. Once you have a family and have people to, you know, feed, I think your priorities change a little bit. And you have to see that if you don't feed those people, if you find the excuse of saying, oh, for example, also there's other people that, oh, I, don't, I never want to get a job because I want to be, I want to work, I want to be at a church forever. Relax. Know. You know what I mean? You you got to get out in the world. But all around Jesus, all around God. So I like I like what Pastor said, you know? Let's keep a balance, you know? If you have priorities, if you have... How do, how do you call How do you say that? If you have, like, um, if you have people counting on you, yeah, make sure that you're not leaving them hungry because also God doesn't like that. Just like just like uh, the pastor was saying, you know? And, um, Danny, um, yeah. uh, sorry, I, I just wanted, like, for example, I was, I was just like putting the other, the, the other side of the things because, um, of course, God has to be our priority. Not, not even, not even church. God, right. you know, because we can go, we can go to church and be apart from God. But, uh, like, for example, I was, I was saying, like, for example, this is, maybe I'm the old guy here um, in the group, but uh, just to see the other side, like, for example, I've, I've had a lot of parents complain about this. The saying that the the young guys want to be in church, want to be serving all day, but they don't want to do their chores in, in the house. Mm -hmm. They don't honor them in the right. house. They don't even yeah. obey in the house. So, so they're saying, okay, God is first, but to neglect the responsibilities that they have. So, just to since we're talking about priorities, let's not like one just having a having a priority with God doesn't break any principle. And in this case, will be honor your parents, honor your, you know, you, you, there's other things that you cannot break or neglect because God is your priority. If not, it becomes an excuse. Right. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I have a, a verse to tie in what, yeah, what you ahead. just said, which is First Timothy 5, 8, which says, anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So oh. it's like, how can you say that, oh, yeah, I'm serving God, I'm close to God, but like you're treating, mistreating your mom or you're, you're not listening to your dad. You're not doing your chores. You're not doing your homework. You're just, they're like, oh, but I'm good with God because I'm serving. It's like, no, it starts at home. Yeah. Everything you do starts at yeah. home. Habits start at home. Manners start at home. Learning about God starts at home first. So work in your house life and then bring it to church. Then it reflects who you really are. Yes, I agree. And you know, you know, I was gonna tell yeah. you, didn't Jesus Himself come down and say, "I'm not here to change what was said before." So mm -hmm. I think, I think, Pastor, and what you say just yeah. hits it perfect, right? Yeah. When Jesus says, "Pick up your cross and follow me," it doesn't mean forget about everything that I. T no, no, mm -hmm. forget about. You know, um, listen. Forget about uh, honoring your parents. Forget about you know keeping yourself holy. No, no, no. Those are all principles mm -hmm. already. Now, what we're adding on is Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if you have Jesus, all these principles come like almost easier to um, to, to, do. Uh, to to do and to and to to make them a part of life. And one more thing, I was gonna say, another thing is true worship is a way of life, and that's the way you live. By doing these little chores, like 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 Pastor said, by doing things, by not neglecting, by not neglecting these little things. Go ahead, Rebecca, because we're losing time. Um. Okay. So sometimes teens um struggle to put God as a priority. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's like a struggle. I guess we all struggled with it. You know, it's like I guess it's a phase in life. You know, and like um, there's a verse. It it is um. Which one is it? Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. No, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Um. No, wait. Sorry, guys. I forgot the verse. Sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, it's hold on. It is Psalms um twenty seven four. Okay. Um, I am asking asking God for one thing only, one thing to live with Him in His house. Um, my whole life long, I contemplate His beauty. I'll study at His feet. Right. Right, and, and so beautiful, that's that's exactly what we were singing today. Remember what we were singing? Yeah. It's like, una cosa pediré, um, quiero estar en tu casa todos los días de mi vida. And yeah. that's exactly what we want you to do. But the priority, and, and we, we, need, we need to fix this, and we need to focus this. The priority doesn't come without the principles. See what I'm saying? So if Jesus goes into your heart, the principles become easier to follow. For example, um, Check this out, just because maybe I, I think I, I think this will kind of like like set in and 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 kind of we can finish it like this and we can say that there is this kid right there's this kid that still comes to the church, and and he comes up and he goes um hey you know he's a little bit rebellious here and there his dad is a little bit rebellious, oh hermano you know I can't change him like I'm not God I was like I don't know what you're telling me this I was like yeah I've talk, tried to talk to him I was like look, I'm not gonna talk to him, I'm just gonna expose him to Jesus and if he decides to accept Jesus in his heart, then you'll see a change by himself. Sure enough. He uh, he 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 finds Jesus, and then he tells me, "I don't know why now. I don't even have to tell him to take out the trash." He stops <laughs> what he's doing, gets up, gets the trash, throws it out, and then he gets back to sitting down and playing video games or you know practicing mm. or whatever it is. And then he goes, "Oh, uh, can you get me a coffee?" He says, "Sure." Goes, gets in the car, picks up a coffee, mm. comes back, and he was like, "I've never seen him like this." And I was like, "There you go. Mm -hmm. That's prioritizing." With the principles that we were talking about, right? Mm -hmm. You can do everything 
alongside the principles. And I think I had a uh, Fernanda had a had a verse to say. Not anymore. No, um, I just said that in when Diane spoke, she said um, that in in what that uh, in the Bible it says that um, when you're at your in the Bible it says that in the homes is where churches started, and so when Diane said that at homes is where our manners where we get our manners, and right. so I just wanted to tie it in with that. Right, right, and 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 that's uh that's what we have to understand. So, Danny. yes. Danny, I just I just wanted to um um up up aportar just yeah, open please. up a little bit what you you were saying because I think it's so true that sometimes we are um we're trying to um you know to have good relationship to please our parents to please here and that and and we can't because all of our relationships and everything that we that surrounds us in the world in in our life depends on, on, on him so we don't if we don't find him then we cannot please our parents like for example we, we i remember this exactly what you were saying it happened to me i would always pray or oh, change my mom change my dad because in my in my view in my view they were wrong you know and because i was trying to i was trying to i was i was trying for them to be my way but then when i when jesus uh, encounters me he me he just calls me and then my my uh pleasing um how do how do i say the who i wanted to please was god now so i didn't care about my dad even if he was mad even if he didn't if he didn't do what he what i liked or it, whatever i considered my dad which he was good just i'm just saying that when you're young you 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 have a little just weird thoughts right so but, 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 but yes yes but but but, but what, what i'm saying is i started pleasing god you see, not I didn't want to do do it because my dad wanted me to do it, but I want I started doing it because I know that's what he wanted it, and I was in love with him, and I I want him I wanted to please him, so that fixed all my relationships, everything, everything that surrounded me, it, it got fixed because I was in every situation I was I was trying to please him, and I think that's the that's the center of of what we're talking about the priority is in everything you do that. Because you have to do, you have to go to school, you have to go, you have to work, you have to uh, do your chores in the house, you have to do whatever you have to do. But if our goal is to please him in everything we do, that is setting the priority, and he's gonna fix all of our relationship, our our our, our school, our work. He's gonna put everything in place so it can be a blessing. Yes, I I, I definitely I definitely agree with mm -hmm. with everything we've said today, and so so let's let's. Let's wrap it up and let's bring let's bring it back. So, Danny, okay, we've said so many things for the last thirty minutes, right? Yeah. How do we? How do we? How do I do this, Danny? How do I prioritize God with work, right? How do I prioritize God with my family? How do I prioritize God with school? And I think I think overall, I think what we we came out of this, and I hope that we're all happy with what we came out of this is mm -hmm. the prior but the prioritization the prioritization of this doesn't mean that you neglect all those things. Mm -hmm. But it means that once you follow Jesus Christ, once you follow God, all those things come um, comes almost like part and like sets in place around God, right? That, that's that's what that's what we've uh, decided to do, right? That's that's what we've that's our best thing to, to say. So how do we prioritize by by placing it around God and placing it all around so they can all work towards one, um, one goal, which is which is God and and uh, and 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 what He has uh, given us. And his and his um you know his mercy and his and his grace. Yes, you have something to say? Yeah, please add it. 
Edit. This is Fernanda. Okay, so Second Corinthians seven ten says the kind of sorrow God wants makes people decide to change their lives. This leads them to salvation, and we cannot be sorry for that. But the kind of sorrow the world has will bring death. So I can tie this up to what today's podcast is, is because um, God sometimes puts us to face trials and sort of feelings in our lives, and we get revealed by His Word uh, when it's in His time, and so when. God puts sorrow in our life, it's because he wants us to come back to him and put him as a number one priority. Right, right. Yeah, we have another person. Go ahead. We have like 25 people. I just, trying to share. <laughs> I go just, ahead. I just wanted to um, share this verse. Um, it's probably going to go back to what it was, was already spoken, but Luke 9, 61 to 62. Uh, someone else said, I will follow you, sir, but first let me go and say goodbye to my family. Jesus said to him, anyone who starts to plow and then keeps looking back is of no use for the kingdom of God. So obviously Jesus understood that um, this person had family and everything, but um, what he wants if from us is to for re- like to completely let go of everything and just look for him and follow him. Because yes, he has given us family. Yes, um, sure, we should spend time with our family, but... At the end of the day, he is the one who we are following. He is the one who we need to fill ourselves up with. And our family offers us so much, and we are thankful for them, but they are what God has given us. And because of that, we are to follow Jesus and to follow God. And it's not betraying anyone. It's not betraying our family. It's because the Lord is the one who is above all lords and is the one who provides for everything. And because he is who he is, we are to follow him. Right. Amen. And you know what? I it's it's funny that most of you guys are saying the same thing, and it's because that's that's a battle, right? It's yeah. a constant battle yeah, with with you know you know. Look, I've I don't have that battle. I don't have the battle because uh-huh. my parents are ministers of God. So if they told me, "Hey, you're giving too much time for church," I would have said, "Look, it's talking." Weird. Yeah, yeah, right. No, look, it's talking. Right? Weird. You're like, the one that's giving your whole life to him. Yeah. But you know, you're right. When when your family goes, "Oh, you're gonna go to church again." And you that's know, something like you're like, okay, wait up. You know, I, last time some, some some girl was telling me that. They were telling her, oh, why are you posting so much of the youth? Oh, why are you doing this and this? And I was like, bro, it's their page. I know. Just like, leave them alone. Like, like, you could skip the story. Yeah, I, one, and and, like, and it it's tough, right? Because, yeah. because the enemy sure knows where to hit us. You know, yeah. it sure knows where it tells us. Like, oh, your family's telling you to, to you know, ease off God. Yeah. But guys, um, well, um, thank you guys for... Um, for uh for tuning in back here in, uh, in the encounter uh just letting you guys know that you guys can follow us at redeem la on instagram i think we're on facebook and if i'm not wrong i think we already created our our tiktoks and um i think we're gonna start <laughs> with some challenges and you know we're with gonna, melanie <laughs> melanie's <laughs> challenges Me- melanie's already dancing here. <laughs> um, but other than that um guys i i urge you guys to prioritize god uh, not in the way of only him and only him, but do not neglect your also your outside life, which is your family, your school, and your work, but also put Christ in the middle of all that. All right, guys. See you guys next time. See you guys next week. Take care.